The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, June 23rd edition. It's finally Friday, thank goodness, because this week has been an ugly one. Coors, Coors slates just don't treat me well. Coors days don't treat me well. I was on the edge of cashing yet again, but we leave Coors, and we have a very nice Friday slate. Pitching options galore, tons of hitting options, which is the huge. Quick look at the weather. Wind blowing out in Washington, and it's warm. Cincy at Reds, great hitting environment there. Rangers, Yankees, got chances of rain. Looks like it peters off as the night goes on. Uh, wind blowing out to left, bodes well for some things we like in that matchup. Twins and Indians, chances of rain that peters off at the as the night goes on. Also, wind blowing out to right in that one. Angels, Red Sox for big poppy retirement night. Hot and humid and blowing out to left. Saddle up for that one. Brewers, Braves, um, chances of rain as always in Atlanta. It gets kind of heavier as the night goes on, so that'll be one to keep an eye on. Um, wind blowing in from right field. I kind of like some pitchers to be sneaky in that matchup, but the wind blowing in makes me even sneakier, but the rain kind of kills us. Um, yeah, that's not good. Moving on to Pittsburgh at St. Louis, wind blowing across the field. Toronto, Kansas City, wind blowing across the field. D-backs and Phillies in Arizona. It's going to be 111 degrees. Pray they close the roof. Just just pray. Uh, as we go on, wind blowing out in San Francisco. Giants, Mets, build, the stadium's built for that, so just remember that. There doesn't mean there won't be home runs, but it's not the end-all, be-all type deal. Uh, quick look at your totals. Yet again, we are loaded on this one. Some more eights than normal, but not a ton. Reds Nationals, 9. Rangers Yankees, 10. That is you, Darvish, for Masahiro Tanaka at 10. Cubs Marlins at 9. Twins Indians at 10. Thank you, Alberto Mejia. Orioles are, uh, Rays at 9. Anaheim Boston, 10.5. Meyer versus Porcello at 10.5. Brewers Braves at 9. A's White Sox, 10.5. Jarrell Cotton versus Michael Pelfrey. T- uh, Pirates Cardinals, 9. Blue Jays Royals, 9.5. 
Phillies D-backs still waiting on it because uh, Mark Leiter Jr. is making his first career start. He's been pitching out of the bullpen for him for a bit. That is Al Leiter's nephew. Rockies at Dodgers of eight. That's an intriguing one. Astros, Mariners, nine and a half. The return of King Felix. Tigers, Padres, seven and a half. Beware that could change because um, every well, most places still even DraftKings still has uh, Lamette pitching for the Padres. But MLB.com and a few other places have Perdomo coming in, Lamette pitching Saturday. So keep an eye on that flip-flop as you build lineups and plan. Um, if it's Pordomo, which it looks like it is, it's even better for the Tigers. Uh, Mets at Giants wrap it up with a total of eight. You're pitching. We kick it off top of the board. Chris Archer, $12,500 at home. We know Archer at home is a beast. He does very well at striking out right-handed hitters and just hitters in general. He's facing an Orioles team that's going to be seven or eight righties deep, depending if Kim plays, you know, Seth Smith to lead off. Archer strikes out 22.5% or – Never mind. The Orioles strike out 22.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Last 30 days, Archer, sixth best on the barrel fit board. Getting barreled 2.92% of the time, striking out 32.85% of the batters he's been facing. An outstanding swinging strike rate of 13.2%. Um, good stuff here with Chris Archer. He will meet, you know, the Orioles can run into home runs. We know that even with the right-handed bats. Just hope he keeps them solo, keeps them limited. The Orioles do have a uh, team total of 3.92. It's on the bottom end of the spectrum. Lefty's hitting 313, righty's 287. Archer is in a phenomenal spot tonight, like we mentioned. He's been great at home his entire career. Next up, Steven Strasburg, 11700 bucks at home against the Cincinnati Reds. It is a great hitting environment tonight. Going up against the Reds team, that can be sneaky at times. That's been well established. Um you got to pick your poison and see how it works. It could be a good GPP play. You got the Reds who strike out 21% of the time versus right handed pitching. Uh, Strasburg, the last 30 days, he's 15th best on the barrel fit board. He's getting barreled 4.76% of the time. He's striking out 35.71% of the batters he's facing, which is insanity. Um, swinging strike rate of 12.2, low hard contact, good ground ball. All the things you want to see. The weather is the only thing that worries me because the ball could fly. But third lowest team total at 3.64. Lefty's only 268. Righty's 280. Um, you know, you got Votto. You got Shebler. You got Duvall. Suarez from time to time. Kozart should still be out. Um, so, yeah. Not a whole lot to be overly concerned about. But uh, interesting matchup there. Next up, you have Alex Wood of the Los Angeles Dodgers at $9,600. It's a steeper price tag than normal for Alex Wood. But the guy has been great. If David Roberts wasn't such a pain in the... Actually, it's about the same price tag he's been getting for a while. The problem is, is he usually doesn't go deep into games. He did go eight innings his last time out. Four hits, one earned five Ks. It just depends on pitch counts. He's going to be around 90 pitches. That's what you're going to get from him. And that's the scary thing with the Dodgers and Dave Roberts, which just pisses me off all the time because Wood is so good. He has such great strikeout stuff. And if they just let him go 100, 110 pitches like a real human being, this guy could go seven deep every game. He could be getting us 25, 30-plus points. We could be talking big boy stuff with Alex Wood. So he makes for a good GPP play for me. I guess he could be cash. He's just humongous risk because if for some reason he gets some pitch count trouble, 
he's gone early and your cash game screwed. GPP-wise, if you gamble elsewhere and the gambles pay off, you could still, you know, somewhat cash. There's the risk-reward. But Woods facing a Colorado team outside of Coors, that's part number one that's outstanding. Um, they strike out 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching, which is great. Alex Wood is striking out almost 30% of the batters he's facing. He strikes out righties at an insane clip. Um, just really, really good. Swinging strike rate right now at 12.1%. An insane ground ball rate of almost 67%. 67%, and he's pitching in pitcher-friendly Chavez Ravine to top it off. He just went into Coors recently and faced the Rockies and threw um, – I don't know, that was a while ago. I thought he was just recently. Oh, it was back in May 13th. Six innings, six innings, five hits, nowhere in 10 Ks in that one for 33.9 points. His last start was at Cincy, which is another hitter's ballpark, really good hitter's ballpark. So Alex Wood's a great play as long as we get the innings out of him. And that's a, an if. It's always an if. So your top three on the board, Archer, Strasburg, Wood. I'd rank it Archer, Wood, Strasburg, one, two, three. We go to the mid-tier prices, and we got Jimmy Nelson at 8500 bucks at Atlanta. I love the fact the wind's blowing in. It's still hot and humid, so hitting conditions are fine. But another thing I do love is Matt Kemp left the game with a hamstring injury, and Brandon Phillips left the game with the groin injury. Two of their bigger bats could be out of the lineup, which is beautiful. Uh, Jimmy Nelson's coming off a nine inning, six hits, one run, none earned, 10K, 39.4 points performance at home against the San Diego Padres that came into that game swinging a good stick. He's put up 39.4, 18.1, 37, 33.6. Had a bad game against Toronto, then 24-7, 26-2, pitching extremely well. Now it's a scary ballpark. You know, guys like Matt Adams can run into one, but as a whole, Really good look there. Jimmy Nelson, the last 30 days, is 11th best on the barrel FIP, getting barrel 2.42% of the time, striking out 26.7% of the batters he's facing. Facing a Braves team that strikes out almost 20% of the time. Ground ball rate of around 48% for Jimmy Nelson, which helps a ton. The Braves have a team total of 4.53, just about middle of the pack today. Lefties hitting 3.28, righties 3.48 off Nelson. It's a GPP play just because ballpark alone, which scares the crap out of me. But the fact that Kemp and Phillips is out is huge. It's really big. And, um, yeah, and the wind blowing in, I love a ton. Jimmy Nelson could be a nice GPP option. I'm not saying go all in, but the kid's been pitching great, $8,500. More of a cash game play with some potential GPP upside as well. Michael Fulmer, 8300 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Fulmer is the most tilting pitcher ever. I can't stand this guy. I hate using him, but... You know, outside of his last few starts, which have been shaky, he's been consistent. His last three starts, he's running the Tampa Bay, it's the long ball. The Angels, who play well lately, and the White Sox have been hitting well lately, given he hasn't given up any home runs. He's walking, guys, and he's given up stupid singles and stuff. But literally, he hasn't given up a home run. That cannot possibly be right. One, two, three, four. Sorry about this. Five, six. Seven. At seven straight starts, he has not given up a home run. Uh, before his last two hiccups, he was pretty much a 15-plus point automatic guy on the mound. So he's pitching in San Diego Peco Park, which is, you know, it's been better for hitters of late, but still good pitcher ballpark. The Padres strike out 25.6% of the time, which is outstanding. 
Fulmer strikes out uh, about 18% of the batters he faces. Ground ball rate of over 49%. Hard contact rate of only 26.9%. A lot to love with Fulmer. Great catch game play. Um, and, and like I said, there's GPP upside there. Padres second lowest team total on the board at 3.63. Lefty's hitting 272. Righty's 294. Fulmer definitely in play if you can handle the tilt of he likes to give a couple guys on base and make it interesting, it seems like. And, you know, hopefully the Padres K upside gives Fulmer one of his big K games that he has the ability to do once in a while. He just hasn't done enough. He's been more of a pitch-to-contact guy this year. But Fulmer, 8,300 in play. J.A. Happ, 8K at the Kansas City Royals. Happ has been outstanding his last two starts since returning from – oh, he's been, been a few starts from the DL. His last two have been outstanding – Six and two-thirds, eight hits, three or nine Ks against the White Sox. Back-to-back nine and eight K performances. 26.2, 29.3 DraftKings points. Going up against Kansas City Royals that struggle against um, left-handed pitching. The Royals have a 4-6-6 team total. Lefties 309, righties 292 versus Hap. You'll get a little mixture of both in that lineup. Let, um a 300 Woba and a 143 ISO is almost below average for the Royals. They're hitting a little better against lefties, but Hap's been pitching great in a great pitcher's ballpark. Um, Royals strike out about 18.5% of the time. Hap striking out almost 26%. Ground ball rate over 47%. Hard contact of only 29%. Hap is in a very good place at 8,000. Last but not least, in your middle tier, Seth Lugo, 7,700 bucks at the San Francisco Giants. Lugo's two starts this year have been pretty solid. Six and two-thirds, seven hits, three earned, five Ks, 13.6 against the Nats. At Atlanta, in that ballpark, seven innings, six hits, one earned, six Ks, 24.4 against the Braves. He's going up against the Giants in uh, pitcher-friendly AT&T Park. The Giants are flying across country. Game finished late last night. They probably got into the San Francisco at like two or three, four in the morning. Uh, the only good thing is they get the comfort of their own beds compared to a hotel room on the road. But the Mets just had to fly up the coast from L.A., which is nice. Lugo um, is facing a team that – where is Lugo? There he is. Strikes out a little over 19% of the time. Lugo's about a 19% K guy. Ground ball rate about 40%. Low hard contact. Uh, it would be nice if the price tag was a little lower, but it's, it's okay. Giants team total of 4.06. Let these 298 righties 283 versus Logo Lugo. And you know, 291 Woba, 133 ISO for the Giants. Giants offense is bad. Just bad at baseball. Um, Lugo is in a good spot as long as he's not walking the world. 7700 bucks at the Giants. Positions for a good outing. So your middle tier, I go half one, Fulmer two, Lugo three, Nelson four. Going to the bottom, which is ugly. I honestly there's only like really one guy I can trust down here. That's about it. And we'll kick it off with him. Trevor Bauer, 7100 bucks at home against the Minnesota Twins. Last start was at Minnesota, seven innings, four hits, two earned, eight Ks, 27.6. Uh, back-to-back two earned run performances. Had a hiccup at Colorado, but that's understandable. Prior to that, 37 points, 16-4, 25-2, Been pitching really, really good of late. Um... When you're talking Trevor Bauer, why can't I find him? There he is. Minnesota striking out 22% of the time. Bauer strikes out over 27% of the batters he's facing. Ground ball rate of 47.5. 
Hey, he might give up a home run or two. He's got a high home run to fly ball and a high hard contact rate, not a high barrel rate. So it's a little different, not a ton, but I think it's I think it's more his last 30 days or so. He's been a lot better. So he's not on the list. Um, when you're looking at Minnesota, middle of the pack team total of four five four, lefty's three sixteen, righty's three twenty six. So he makes for an interesting punts, low value, high upside play at seventy one hundred dollars. As you go down, it gets risky. Mike Fultonevich, sixty eight hundred bucks at home against the Milwaukee Brew Crew. Fulty has been really good of late. Um, he had a hiccup at Washington two starts back, but I'll give that a benefit of the doubt at Washington. Against Miami, six innings, seven hits, two earned, four Ks. Philadelphia, 24.2 points at Cincy, 33-4. A hiccup against the Giants, which is funny. Pittsburgh, 17.3. Miami, 19-3. He's been hit and miss this year. Milwaukee has a ton of thump, as we always talk about. When you're talking Fulty, you got Milwaukee striking out 25% of the time. Fulty, 18.5% K rate. It's funny with Fulton Amovich, his hard contact rate is only 28.3%, but his home run to fly ball is 16.7. So when he gives up the hard contact, there's a chance it's going somewhere. And you're facing Milwaukee, who likes to put it somewhere. Uh, 4.47 team total. Lefty's 354 off Fulton. Righty's 313. So like Thames, Shaw, those are scary targets right there in that ballpark. But the wind's blowing in. Uh, still, like I said, still good hitting environment. He's a GPP play only. I can see it if you want to roll the dice. Uh, let's go quickly here. Alex Meyer, 6,600 at Boston, has been pitching phenomenal lately. It's all about limiting the walks with Meyer. Um, Boston doesn't strike out a ton. It's big poppy night. So, you know, like they say, with, if it's a guy's bobblehead night or this or that, narrative streak, basically. So be careful there, but he's got a huge K rate, good ground ball rate. It's just that, that walk rate's almost 15%. So keep that in mind there, GPP only. Uh, Boston just doesn't hit a ton of home runs, so it's just interesting. And then the one that I am I recommend every once in a while, it's very intriguing, is Ty Block of the Giants. He's only $5,700. Uh, the Mets strike out 21.6% of the time versus lefties. I know Block only strikes out 10.5% overall, but the last 30 days, he's 21st best on the barrel fit, limiting hard contact at 2.08%. His K's are up to 15%. His walks are only three and a half. So he's K'ing a little more than he has been overall. Limiting the hard contact a ton. Ground ball rate around 50%. Doesn't give up a ton of home runs. I know you got Wilmer Flores. Hell, Grandy's gone deep to lead off back-to-back night off of lefties. Interesting stuff there. And the one that really catches my eye is it's two sixth lowest team total on the board is the Mets at 3.94. Lefties hitting 234. Righties only 306. Mets have a below average Woba of 294. The Giants' Woba versus righties is 291. So for liking Seth Lugo, you gotta kind of like tie block a little, and you're saving two grand. Um, Lugo's got more K upside, but both teams, but the Giants strike out less than the Mets. It, there's there's factors, GPP type stuff, GPP. But Block is an intriguing play. Um, we know Block. We watch Block get blown up in like an inning or two, but at the same time. There's upside, and we played him when he threw a complete game shutout in Philadelphia in that hitter's ballpark against a team that can hit righties very hard. I mean, lefties very hard. So, GPP. So, your bottom half, you got Bowers, number one, Meyer, number two, Block, number three, Fulty, number four. So, I'll recap those later, but uh, you got three tiers to choose from. Some very intriguing options there. 
some good GPP, some good cash, a lot of gambling like normal because pitching is just disastrous this year. It's it's unbelievable how bad pitching has become. Let's head off to the bats that we can attack this bad pitching with, and we'll go to the catchers. Uh, Gary Sanchez against Darvish in Yankee Stadium at $4,700 if you want to go that GPP route. Buster Posey, big night last night, uh, comes back to AT&T, 3900 versus Lugo. Uh, one pitcher I didn't mention is Jamison Tyon. I totally fudged up on that one. I can get behind it just because of the fact that St. Louis's bats are so inconsistent. Tyon's very inconsistent too, but for $7,500, he's worth a look if you want to go there. Back to your catchers on the board. Brian McCann versus uh, King Felix, who's back. McCann at $3,800 is in play if in the lineup. If you're not using J.A. Happ, I can get behind Salvador Perez. It's lefties well. He's $3,700 for the Royals. Mike Zunino's on fire facing Joe Musgrove, who's a, a pitch-to-location pitcher. If he's missing, he's giving up a lot of home runs. Not a ton, but when he misses, he gives up home runs. Mike Zunino at 37 has upside if you want to go there. Uh, JT Real Muto versus Lackey. Marlins are a sneaky stack today against um, against Blackie, who's just been getting beaten and bruised. Real Muto hits righties really, really well. Lackey at uh, or Real Muto at 36 is in play. Wilson Contreras, I mentioned yesterday how I'm starting to like him again. He's heating up. He went deep yesterday. The kid is playing really, really well. Um, yeah, 16 points last night. He's facing Urena, who's number one worst on the barrel FIP the last 30 days, getting barreled 7.3% of the time, striking out 17.5, but walking 14.6% of the batters he faces. So it's a very interesting play when it comes to the Cubbies. Um, lefties 325, righties 338 off Urena. I like Contreras at $3,600 if you can go that route. Uh, Alex Avila against Perdomo is outstanding. He's first base catcher eligible. He's thirty six hundred bucks. Um, I know he did a little bit last night. He wasn't too bad. He got, I think he got a late double and scored on Mickey's bomb, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, but Avila at thirty six hundred bucks against Perdomo is great. Perdomo's given up a ton of just loud contact, especially the lefties. We'll take Avila all day at thirty six. Probably one of the top catchers on the board, especially in that price range. If you missed it yesterday, Stephen Vogt got DFA'd. He is unemployed at the moment, so keep that in mind. Or he's not on a team. He's certainly still getting paid because they have to pay him out, but he's not on a team. Uh, if you want to go a different route, there's Johnny Lucroy at 34, but I'd rather go his counterpart if he's in the lineup. Robinson Chirinos, I put him in a lineup of mine last night. Facing Mr. Tanaka, who's giving up tons of home runs. He's equally to lefties and righties. He does not discriminate. Chirinos has some great power. He went deep yesterday and had two doubles against Stroman. Uh, he went deep a couple games back against Seattle. Lots of power upside with Chirinos um, against Tanaka in that ballpark. Sneaky play at 3,200. Don't mind that at all. Chris Herman is against Leiter Jr. in Ch- uh, Chase Field Coors Light. Catcher out for those with 34. As long as he's not at the bottom of the lineup, could be interesting there. Uh, some other options, you got Matt Wieters left. Uh, Castillo's making his debut for the Reds. Their fifth prospect got him in the Dan Straley trade last year. Good young arm, but he's young. He's going to have some hiccups. Uh, lefties have hit him very well through the minors. So Matt Wieters at 3100 bucks can give you some some value there behind the dish. Uh, keep an eye on, or no, there'll be no DH for Detroit, so he's not playing. Never mind. 
Well, no, because Avila... No, Miggy will play first with no DH. Okay, no, never mind. Cancel that thought. As we go down the list, uh, Jason Castro's cooled off quite a bit, but we know the upside there, and for a while he was had more hard-hit contact than most hitters in baseball. He's really cold. There's no doubt about it. Really, really cold. But... Um, Facing Trevor Bauer at 2900 bucks, I mentioned how Trevor Bauer does give up some loud contact. He's been pitching great the last 30 days or so, but overall some loud contact. So if you want to roll the dice with uh, with our boy Castro at 2900 I totally get it. That's a good value. Another good value, Cameron Rupp. The Phillies are a sneaky play today. In Chase Field, that hitter's environment against Corbin, who, you know, he, he's okay. But um, right-handed bats have had a ton of hard contact against Corbin. Corbin has had trouble with righties beating him up for home runs, extra base hits, you name it. Uh, Rupp took him deep at 21 DraftKings points against him the other day in Philly. We targeted him in Philly and did very well. He'll be on the list again today. Uh, Rupp at 29 is a nice value option there. And as you go down the list, um, you could look at the Mets catchers against uh, Block if you want to go that route. I can understand that one. And Smith for the White Sox. If he's catching against Cotton, I like targeting Cotton tonight. And Smith will be valued. He's around $2,300, $2,400. First base, you got Goldschmidt, 5700 against Leiter Jr. in Chase Field. You got to imagine Leiter Jr., if he's either A, going to get rocked and have a short outing, or his pitch count's going to be limited or whatever, and he's going to have a short outing. So you're going to get. A shaky pitcher who he's been shaking out of the bullpen and a lot of Phillies bullpen. So D-backs are an obvious play. Goldie at 57 looks nice. Bellinger at 56 versus Freeland. Don't worry about the lefty-lefty. Rizzo, 54, leading off against Arena is outstanding. Love that a ton. Um, as you go down the list, one of my favorite plays, it sucks, he's 5,300. So I'll say my one of my more favorite higher-priced plays Edwin Encarnacion, I keep saying he's on fire. He keeps hitting at RBI single yesterday, so he didn't like produce as much as you'd like for the price tag. But he's 5,300 against the lefty Mejia, and Encarnacion crushes lefties. It's that, that simple. Justin Smoke, 5,100. That price tag is steep against Junis, but he's got upside there. GPP, interesting play. There's First base is loaded, as usual. Lomo against Ibaldo Jimenez at 4,700 bucks. When you're looking at the Rays against Jimenez, um... Lefties are hitting 392 off Ubaldo. Righty's 308, but lefty's 392. So, yes, uh, Lomo at 47 is definitely worth the look. Eric Thames, Vendor Fulte. I mentioned the struggles are real against um, lefties. Lefty's hitting 354 off Fulte. Eric Thames, first base outfield eligible at 4600 bucks in that ballpark. It's just calling his name. Zimmerman, 46 versus Castillo. Uh, Justin Bohr. I love him tonight at 4500 He'll go overlooked because people will pay up for some of those guys I mentioned or they'll pay down for some other good options. But Justin Bohr versus John Lackey at 4500 tremendous upside. I like Bohr a lot today. Um, Matt Holliday versus Darvish, 44 is okay. Ian Desmond versus Woods, okay. Um, Yonder Alonso versus Pelfrey at 43 is very enticing. Everybody's going to want to flock to fading Pelfrey. He's going to blow up. He will. He's done such a great job of limiting damage this year. It's hard to stack against him, but I have no problem with it. If you want to go that direction, zero problem with it at all. Um, as a matter of fact, the A's have one of the higher totals on the board at 518. Lefty's hitting 369, righty's 328 off of Pelfrey. So Yonder at 43 is definitely a play. 
Jose Abreu swinging a good stick. He's 4300 bucks. but just to let you know, all 13 of his home runs have come on the road this year. Hopefully that changes this weekend because he's got some good matchups to target, but just to let you know. Uh, Carpenter, 43, swinging a good stick. Kendris Morales, 42 versus Junis. I like a ton, usually batting cleanup. Like that, I, I, as much as smoke is smoking the ball, I love smoke. To save 900 bucks for Morales, who's hitting it just as well, you almost have to. But that's what makes smoke a good GPP play. Um, Ryan Healy versus Pelfrey, I like a ton. First base, third base. Uh, instead of a Brayu right now, I'm going Matt Davidson. First base, third base, 4100 bucks for Jarrell Cotton. I have some shares of Matt Davidson already in some lineups. Um, White Sox have a 5-3-2 total. And Cotton, 276 versus lefties, but 338 versus righties and a lot of hard contact. Cotton is 22nd worst on the barrel fifth the last 30 days. Getting barreled 4.88% of the time, only striking out 19% of the batters he faces. Davidson is on an absolute terror. Love him tonight at 4100 bucks. Yeah, Mark Reynolds versus the lefty Wood at 41. Matt Adams, I said it yesterday, and he did it again. He's got a good matchup against Jimmy Nelson when it comes to lefties can hit Nelson well in that ballpark. Uh, Nelson's pick, pitching better, but if you're going to target Nelson, you know, it's hard as well as Nelson's been pitching, but if you're going to target him, um, the Braves, lefties 328, righties 348. Adams is in a great spot there at 4000 bucks. Josh Bell versus Wayno at 39 is a sneaky play if you want some upside there, low owned. If Adam Lynn cracks the lineup, like I said, lefties hit Castillo extremely well at 3800 bucks. Could be interesting. Another play I love in GPP formats. Um, just absolutely love this. First base, third base eligible now, which I mentioned yesterday. Joey Gallo, he's $3,600. I always say he's a great GPP play for his home run upside. Well, hell, he's now in Yankee Stadium, which favors him a ton, and he's facing Captain Home Run Derby in Masahiro Tanaka. This is the recipe for everything. It's like when I looked through this last night, my eyes lit up like if it was a cartoon. There'd be stars. Um, I, I don't always say you know price down for first base or whatever, but Joey Gallo at thirty six hundred bucks, tremendous, tremendous upside with that. Uh, Mickey Cabrera, I mentioned it yesterday, 34 is too cheap. Even if he doesn't do well, the value is always there. He had 19 points and a home run. Uh, he's in a different ballpark, but Perdomo is bad, really bad, 3600 bucks. He's a ground ball pitcher, so if he's got the ground ball pitching working, well, you're in trouble. But 3600 bucks, there's always the upside with Miggy. Uh, Mitch Moreland versus Meyer, there's some upside there at 34. Tommy Joseph, I mentioned right-handed bats versus Corbin. Joseph, only 3400 bucks. tremendous value on that. If you want some serious home run upside there. Um, first base, I tell you, if you want to go cheap GPPs, middle price cash GPPs are upstairs. There's all kinds of options on this. If somehow Jesus Aguilar makes the lineup, a left-handed bat versus Fulty at $3,300 as a GPP home run upside play. Um, yeah, a lot to like there. And then you got Wilmer Flores, first base, third base eligible. There's Ty Block. He's slumped in a little bit lately, but... We know he's a lefty masher in his career, and he's only $2,600. Super cheap. Second base, Jose Ramirez, 5,100 versus Mejia. Kids hitting it, hitting it well. Daniel Murphy, the left-handed bat versus Castillo. Like you mentioned, lefties, $4,900. Bucks. Got off two waivers, King Felix at 48 Brian Dozier at 47 uh, Kipnis, 43 His lefties really well. So uh, he's, he's sneaky. Like I said yesterday, people kind of overlook him because lefty-lefty, farther down the list. He, he played well again yesterday. He's sneaky. Um, you got Scope versus Archer at 43. 
Urena versus Hap. I love Hap. Hap is second base outfield eligible. He's forty three hundred bucks. He is swinging it really, really well of late. Um, Twenty five points last night. Sixteen in each of the first the prior two games. And last night he didn't even go yard like he did the prior two games. So he's he's on a little bit of a hot streak here against a bad 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 pitcher against of Urena. Hap at forty three is one of my top second basemen on the day. Second base outfield eligible. I also love Chris Taylor, second base outfield eligible. The Dodgers, he's 42. Hitting lefties extremely well, gets Freeland at home. Kinsler had a big game on Thursday, faces Perdomo at 42, not bad. Starting Castro, 4K versus Darvish, has some upside there. Another second baseman that I love a ton tonight with home run upside. He double donged on Thursday with a grand slam. Robbie Cano against Joe Musgrove at $4,000. I like that play a lot. Yeah, Josh Harrison who hits right-handed pitching extremely well. Second base, third base eligible at 39 versus Wayno. Um, our boy Paul DeJong went deep again yesterday. He's 3900 bucks. He's batting eighth, which sucks for everybody. But for, man, the guy's been hitting, folks. I keep telling you. Eric Sogard, second base shortstop. He's 3900 bucks for his faulty leading off. For The price tag's starting to get too steep for Sogard. He's going to start producing a little more in a couple singles. Uh, Whit Merrifield versus the lefty La- Hap, if you want to go that route, at 37. Chad Pender and Jed Lowry, both power upside bats, 3700 bucks. Like them both, Lowry a little more than Pender. Plus, you can play Pender short if you want to. Love me some Howie Kendrick today. Second base outfield eligible, hitting in the middle of that lineup. It's lefties extremely well. He's 3700 bucks in that game against Corbin last time out. Well, he didn't do too well that game. But overall, he's been playing really, really well of late. And uh, definitely a play at 37 hundo. Scooter Jeanette at 36 for Strasburg. GPP only. Um, Ruggio Dor home run upside in that ballpark against Tanaka at 3,400. Don't mind that for GPP plays. GPP, you're looking home run upside. Cash, you're looking a little more stability. And there's some definite home run upside tonight. As you go down to the value plays... I always overlook some, and then I can get back to you later. I try not to make this podcast go four hours long. As we go to the third base position, Nolan Arenado, 5,300 versus Wood. Jake Lamb, 5,200 versus Leiter Jr. at home. Great, great, great play. Love Jacob Lamb if you can afford it. Jose Ramirez, mentioned him, love him. Miguel Sano, some good time power against Bauer. At 4,900 bucks if you want to go that route. Chris Bryant at 46, went deep yesterday. Just continues to mash. Rendon at 44. Jericho at 43. Not bad. Machado at 43. Another big, okay night last night. I won't say big, okay night. Beltre 42. Justin Turner went deep again yesterday. I love him again tonight. 4200 versus Freeland. He's playing well. And I love Travis Shaw. He had a huge game on Thursday. Mentioned lefties versus Fulty. He's $4,200. And uh, he had yeah, 28 points yesterday. Three for four. Two doubles. A homer. Three rebbies. Guy's hitting the ball really, really well. Gets faulty. Good matchup tonight. Mustakas hits lefties okay. He's 4,100. Uh, mentioned Ryan Healy and Matt Davidson. They're both 4,100 bucks. Both first base, third base eligible. Hell, if you want to play one at first and one at third and get a mini game stack action going elsewhere, don't mind it at all. Um, Josh Harrison mentioned him. Todd Frazier, 37. Love Joey Gallo at 36. Mentioned him. Nick Castellanos had another good game last time. He's only $3,600 for his Perdomo. Definitely in play again tonight. Definitely in play again tonight. 
Longoria versus Ubaldo at 35 is not bad. Kyle Seeger versus Musgrove at 35 has got some upside. Mikel Franco, another right-handed bat versus Corbin at 35 with upside there. Don't mind any of those. As you go down the list, uh, Derek Dietrich at 31 versus Lackey if you want to go really off the rails. Get weird. Riley Ruiz, 2800 versus Jimmy Nelson to get, if you want to get weird, but with upside. Definite upside there. And I mentioned Wilmer Flores earlier at $2,600. Over to shortstop, where we have Trey Turner at 5200 He hits righties really, really well. It's better than lefties, actually. So not a bad play, especially in GPPs. He'll be low-owned, tons of upside against a young pitcher, and possibly Cincinnati bullpen to get on base and run. Corey Seager, 5K versus Freeland, not bad at all. Lindor at 48 versus Mejia is definitely in play. Like Lindor all the time. Carlos Correa, 47 versus King Felix. Xander Bogart, 46 versus Meyer. Gene Segura, 43 is in play. Once Segura comes back, he's very good because he gets overlooked by all those guys on top of him all the time. Elvis Andrus, upside versus Tanaka, definitely at 4,200. Uh, Chris Owings, 4,200, went deep yesterday in Coors. Eduardo Escobar getting hit from the left side tonight. Could be interesting versus Bauer at 4K. Um, as you go down the list, mentioned Sogar, Chad Pender at 37. Didi Gregorius, 37 versus Darvish. Some value there indeed. Didi, I don't have to keep saying it over and over again. He's a very good hitter. Uh, Javi Baez, 3,300 with some upside. He has 31 last night. Got us a double and a run, so not bad there. Uh, but we have our boy. And when I saw his price tag, it made me so happy because it let us get so many other bats and some pitching. If you've been a regular on Quick Picks, you know where I'm going with this. But he's 2,500 bucks, and he's a part of a. He can be a part of a stack, even though he's at the bottom of the order, but could be like a wraparound of a stack I like tonight. But it's too big to be a wraparound, so just a one-off or whatever. But JT Riddle is 2,500 bucks against Lackey, our man JT Riddle. Pump play extraordinaire. Even if he gets a zero, doesn't break my heart. But more often than not, he's getting us five-plus points most nights, which is outstanding. I'll take it all day long. When he gets those double digits, we're floating on air. Let's head to the outfield. you got Bellinger at 56, Blackman at 55, Harper at 55. Harper's really solid tonight, really solid. Home run coming from Harper. Aaron Judge went deep again last night. He's 5,400 against Darvish. Betts 52. Uh, all Captain Obvious plays right there. Now you got David Peralta and Chase at 49. He's in play. I love some C. Dick at 47 against Ubaldo. Mentioned how lefties crush Ubaldo. Um, J.D. Martinez, 47 versus Perdomo is intriguing. Mentioned Thames is in a great spot at 46. McCutcheon at 45 or 45 versus Wayno is definitely worth the look. Souza Jr. hits righties very, very well. He's always the one right-handed bat you target with the lefties in Tampa. 44. Uh, Gregor Blanco leading off for Arizona at 44 is not bad. Chisinau at 43. Locaine versus the lefty Hap at 43. If you're not using Hap, is in play. I like that a lot if you're not using Hap. Benintendi at 43. Carlos Gomez went deep yesterday. He's had a couple home runs this week. Seems to be on one of his little spurts. Has some power upside versus Tanaka, so he's definitely worth a look. A lot of people will overlook him because, you know, righty-righty. There's other bats like Benintendi at 4,300 or Hap at 4,300. So he'll get overlooked. He's not a bad play against Tanaka at 4300 bucks. I mentioned Ian Happ at 43. Kian Broxton swinging it well. Uh, Piscotti might be heating up. Keep an eye on Stephen Piscotti. Uh, Aaron Hicks at 42 versus Darvish. Has some good upside. Same with Brett Gardner. Both 4200 
Like Nelly Cruz versus Musgrove at 42. Um, not bad at all. If you want to do like a Cano Cruz 1-2 or Cano Cruz Seeger, or you can go Hamill Cruz Cano or Hanniger Hamill Cruz Cano or Hanniger skip. Uh, or Hanniger's number two to skip Gamble altogether. Lots of ways to go about it if you want to go one, two, three, or four. But Cano is the best Mariners play on my board today. And they got Segura too. There's a lot to like in the the Mariners stacking. We'll get to that later. Uh, Chris Taylor at 42, which I like him. Stanton versus Lackey at 42. Very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, you got Billy Hamilton at 42 versus Strasburg. If he gets on, he will run. Chris Davis versus Pelfrey at 41. Home run upside in that ballpark for sure. Uh, Tommy Pham swinging a well at 4,100. Nomar Mazar versus Tanaka. I love a ton. That power upside at 4,100. But see, a lot of people will go there instead of paying 43 for Gomez. It's kind of part of my point. But Mazara, great upside there. Ben Gamble at 41, swinging it well. Marcelo Zuna, tremendous power upside at 41 versus Lackey. Like that a ton. Endurance Yarte leading off. He's been swinging it well versus Nelson at 41. Sensu Chu at 4K is not bad. Leading off against Tanaka. You're good upside there. Really good upside. Justin Upton, 4K versus Perdomo. Adam Duvall versus Strasburg is risky, but not bad. Jay Bruce hits lefties well. He's 4K versus Block. Eddie Rosario versus Bauer at 3,900. If everybody remembers that three-homer game, they'll chase it. Uh, The Milkman, 39 versus Cotton. Cole Calhoun, 39. Jackie Bradley Jr., 39. All in play. Uh, Cargo's outside of Coors versus lefty. No thanks. As we go down the list, we got some value here. Jose Bautista's not bad at 38, especially if he's leading off, but Cameron Maiman has been on fire. Absolutely on fire, and he's only 3800 bucks for Rick Porcello in Boston. You got the short porch with the big, big monster. Porcello's been uber inconsistent and honestly maven doesn't care who's pitching if it's an ace or not he's hitting the baseball getting on base he's stealing bases maven at 3800 bucks everyone was complaining he's like 4500 this he's not worth the price 3800 bucks is a steal for cameron maven uh, you got trumbo and adam jones home run upside versus archer if you're fading or you want some one-offs at 38 christian yellick versus lackey at 38 is very solid avisel garcia i like a ton versus terrell cotton Mentioned the reverse splits, righties versus cotton. 3,700 for Avicel is a really, really good play. Same with Aaron off there who mashes left-handed pitching. He's $3,700 versus Corbin. You got Kendrick there, which I mentioned. Puig, 3,700 versus Freeland's a sneaky play. Shebler, 37 as a one-off. Uh, Robbie Grossman, 36 is sneaky value. Eric Young Jr. at 36. Malik Smith, I love a ton. Leading off left-handed bat versus Jimenez at 36. Tremendous double-digit point upside there with Malik Smith. Josh Reddick went deep yesterday facing King Felix. If you want to go that route at 36. Uh, Springer might be out for a little while, so him and uh, Fisher are going to get a lot more playing time. Jorge Bonifacio hits lefties with a lot of power. He's 3,500 for the Royals. So keep him in mind. There's Derek Fisher. I mentioned at 35 versus Hernandez. Don't mind that at all. Uh, you always got Hunter Renfro for power upside at 35. Brian Goodwin, a left-handed bat for the Nats. He's been batting like second most games. He's 3,500 bucks. Uh, lefties versus Castillo, which I keep saying over and over and over. Denard Span leading off for the Giants versus Lugo at 35. If you're just playing a few Giants, not bad at all. The Grandy Man's homeward in back-to-back games off lefties. Got Ty Block. He's 3,500 tonight. 
Seth Smith hit a bomb yesterday. He's 3,400 leading off against Archer. Mentioned Chris Herman at 34. Some of your cheaper options down here. Gregory Polanco, 33. I believe he went deep again yesterday. He's heating up. Yeah, he went deep yesterday. His last few games, 17 points, 0, 8, 10, 2, 23. So he's, he's, he's heating up. He's getting much, much better. 3300 bucks. Not bad value at all with the upside. As you get down to the real cheapies, Franchi Cordero at 32 has got some upside. Lots of swing and miss, but some power indeed. Uh, Jose Ozuna, like I always say, he's got the potential right-handed power upside versus righties at 31. Potential. That's all that is is potential. And if once you get down below, a lot of it disappears. you got like Mikey Matak at 3K if he's in the lineup. Um... Not much. Jose Martinez versus Tyon for St. Louis at 29. He's first base outfield eligible. Value bat for St. Louis at 29. He's got some power. I can understand that if you want to go that route. Um, other than that, not too much to go run into down here. Um, Brugman for Oakland. He's 2,600 if he's got a good spot in the order. I can understand that one. But, yeah, Matt Olson, that's one to keep an eye on. He just got called up as they DFA'd, uh, as they DFA'd uh, vote. Had a really, really good game yesterday. The kid has a great bat. He's just underperformed his first go-around. He's getting a second chance now. He's 2100 bucks against Pelfrey. So, uber punt play if you want to go that route. So, keep an eye on that one. Quick recap here. So, we got your pitch in your top tiers. Archer's 12-5. Your second top tier is Wood, 96. And then Strasburg, 11-7. Mid-tier, Hap 1, Fulmer 2, Lugo 3, Nelson 4. And you can sprinkle a tie-on in there if you want. And then your bottom tier, Bauer 1, Block 2, Meyer 3, Fulty is at 4. Some good options there. Looking at stacks, you'll have some chalkier options with... Uh, chalkier options that I like are like Indians, Astros, Cubs, D-backs, Nats. I like the Indians a ton. That's like probably one of my top ones because they won't be as chalky as the others. But all those are in play. The sneaky ones I like for your GPPs, the Phillies, like I mentioned over and over against Car- against uh, Corbin. Uh, the Mariners versus Musgrove. The White Sox against Cotton is really good. They're swinging it well. Davidson. Davidson and Garcia. Right-handed bat versus Cotton. And then the Marlins versus Lackey. Those four are going to be sneaky stacks that uh, they're boomer bust, but a lot of boom potential. Looking at team totals, Red Sox 5-6-1 versus Meyer. Indians 5-4-6 versus Mejia. Lefties 4-22, righties 3-68 off Mejia. Nationals 5-3-6 versus Castillo. The White Sox 5-3-2 versus Cotton. Mentioned 3-38 versus righties. A's 5-1-8 versus Pelfrey. Yankees 5-0-9 versus Darvish. Rays 5-0-8 versus Ubaldo. I love the lefties there as always. Uh, the lefties in 3-92 off Ubaldo. Rangers are sneaky. Power up versus Tanaka. 4-9-1 total. Um, as you go down, like Mariners have a 480 total versus Musgrove. Lefties hitting 342, righties 334 off Musgrove. Uh, Cubbies 459 total. I like it a lot. Righties 338, lefties 325 off Urena. Uh, there's just a ton to like tonight. So get it in. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick if you have any questions. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com. We've got uh, Bench with Bub, episode 42, with myself and DFS golf goddess Jesse. Recapping the U.S. Open, talking a ton of other fun golf stuff for the upcoming year. Um, 
Around the Bases, episode 17 with myself and Boston Mo. Lots of good talk. Cubs, Yankees, Giants, MLB Draft, Prospects, Juice Baseballs, Players Weekend. Lots to like there. Um, we got NASCAR coming up this weekend. UFC coming up this weekend. So pay, keep an eye out for that stuff. But more importantly, good luck tonight with your 15-game slate. Let's make some money. And I'll be back tomorrow. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Friday, June 23rd edition. I'm out.